Welcome, friends. I'm Sarah Ann Stewart, and this is the Awesome Inside Out Podcast. Now, I'm not sure how you ended up here today, but I want to welcome you with open arms. Because while our past may be different, I'm going to take a wild guess that we share one common desire to have a deeply fulfilling, extraordinary life in a body that we love. A life free of diets, free from guilt, and free from shame. In each episode, we're going to dive deep into mindset shifts that give you the power to decide how you feel, not the media, not your past, and not social conditioning. Then you'll discover how to use this inspiration and this new sense of confidence to be the best you, the you that you are meant to be. So get ready, my friend. It is time to get awesome inside out. Hey there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode on the Awesome Inside Out podcast. As always, it's a pleasure and an honor to share this time with you. And I'm so excited for you to be here to upgrade your health, your well-being, and your life. If you enjoy this conversation, the absolute best way that you can always support is just by sharing it on social media or with the people that you love. It would mean the world to me for others to be here with us, joining and part of this movement and to have access to this powerful content. So thank you so much in advance. Also, make sure to stay till the end as I'm going to offer some applicable takeaways and some fun challenges this week to, again, upgrade your health. Today, we're diving deep into the topic of worthiness. In today's world and online, we hear this word thrown around a lot, but what does it really mean and how is it impacting your health? Well, worthiness is defined as the quality of being good enough or deserving attention or respect. And I love, now love talking about this topic because it truly is the origin of my entire journey. I've seen the importance of worthiness both in my personal life, my professional life, my relationship to my body and my health, and in the lives of my clients. And What's showing up more and more and what I've come to understand is that often our need to diet, restrict, or change our bodies to look like someone else often begins and ends with our understanding and the cultivating of worthiness from within. And so it's unfortunate, right, that radical self-acceptance and self-love isn't something that most of us really learn growing up. And sadly, with the rise of technology and social media, the external world is often mirroring back to us our own insecurities and these deep feelings related to our lack of self-worth. And so if you're here, chances are you're struggling with comparison, self-doubt, or the lack of body love. Maybe you're struggling now. Maybe you've struggled at some point in your life. Maybe you know someone's struggling and you want to learn more, but that's what we're going to cover today. So the good news is that there is a way back to your truth and to cultivate worthiness from within. And so before we dive in any deeper, I want to first share that this is important work, specifically because the benefits of embodying worthiness don't really stop at just finding this personal freedom or self-love or self-worth. In fact, it is very well established that there's this relationship between worthiness and good health. Going back to the 1980s, study after study has come out indicating that people who have higher self-esteem have markedly fewer symptoms of physical ailments and pain. 
And this is an amazing testimony to the fact that our health is directly influenced by our perceptions of ourselves. And so this is the first particular mindset shift that's so important to bring attention to. When you feel worthy and when you believe you are worthy, your relationship to your body shifts and your relationship to your health shifts. And so taking care of your health and creating a lifestyle that supports well-being is often this product of feeling worthy. And so is reaching often a healthy weight. And so I will always support someone in changing their behavior or even losing weight as long as it is coming from a place of worth, not a place of hoping that on the other side of the weight loss, they will finally feel worthy of the life that they desire. And so that's a really important distinction and difference to really pay attention to. Am I feeling worthy now or am I waiting to feel worthy until after something happens? And so there is absolutely a difference between not feeling enough and from that energy desiring to create change versus feeling enough now and wanting to take care of yourself now from the inside out because you already feel worthy, you already feel self-love, self-worth, and self-confidence. A simple example of this is extreme dieting with the hope that when your body changes, you will attract the partner or maybe the career of your dreams. And so again, to further this explanation, maybe that comes through restriction of eating patterns, depriving the body of food or punishing the body with intense exercise in order to achieve certain results. And so all of these behaviors are actually announcing that deep down, one doesn't believe that they are enough just as they are, and they must change who they are to really cultivate this body love they're hoping will happen after they reach a certain size. And so we really need to become conscious that as a whole, the dieting industry exists and thrives due to this epic lack of worthiness in our culture. It's crazy and it's especially prevalent now in young teens. And so before we dive in deeper, I invite you to take a moment to think about how many times, maybe throughout your life, has the lack of worthiness held you back maybe in relationships, your performance at work, maybe held you back from taking risks or even stifled your creativity or your inspiration to move forward with what would make you truly happy. And so the problem with worthiness is that even when it's subtle or it's hidden within ourselves, right, that lack of worthiness, it still influences our subconscious and sneaks into our belief systems, creating somewhat of a toxic way of being and operating in the world that doesn't always serve us. And so I bring this up because when we don't feel that we're worthy, then we settle, we sabotage, we question, we measure ourselves against other people. And then we're constantly exposed to the messaging and the marketing that tells us we'd be happier or even worthier if we had more of the things that are advertised to us. And so our beliefs continue to get validated and the cycle continues. And so when you become deeply aware of what's happening in mainstream media and culture, you then get to make the choice to cultivate self-worth first. So then you can create a world around you and on your phone and on social media that deeply, truly reflects that self-worth that you already have within you. And this is the important part, doesn't keep you forever in the pursuit of it, which is what a lot of social media algorithms do. They keep you constantly in search of the self-worth, the self-esteem, the self-confidence, the self-love. 
by reflecting back to you your beliefs of not being good enough. And so I want to share a quick story about cultivating this deep self-love and self-acceptance and how wonderful and invigorating this feeling can be, especially if you don't feel it on a daily basis yet. So I'll never forget my first year at Burning Man and this incredible, beautiful self-love and satisfaction of of life and joy and happiness that I got to experience there. And if you're not familiar with Burning Man, it's a it's a festival that happens every year in August. It's not happening during the pandemic, but but most August in the middle of nowhere in Nevada. And it's intended to be this massive kind of social experiment where thousands of people gather in the desert to celebrate free thinking and art and community. And so when I was first planning for the trip, I had absolutely no idea what I was getting myself into, but once I arrived, it was absolutely breathtaking. And so I entered into this world that felt inclusive, totally free of judgment, and it really completely transported me into this other somewhat dimension. It was like nowhere else on earth. And so at Burning Man that year, I found myself one morning in this place where I was sitting on the ground in the middle of the desert, watching the sunlight on the cracks in the ground. And I realized that in that moment, I was completely at peace in my body. And what was interesting was I was wearing less clothing than I probably had ever worn in my life in front of thousands of other people. And I felt the most incredible sense of worthiness, this total embodiment of freedom, where suddenly self-consciousness had absolutely no grip on me. And this totally blew my mind. It was a complete 180 from my usual world of comparison and judgment, specifically of myself. And so in these few moments, I felt entirely free of of any internal comments about my body or my appearance. And I felt like a switch went off without even knowing it. And so any story I was carrying and the obsession about my body or not being good enough was no longer there. And I recognize that in that moment, it truly can happen that fast. And although I always share that we have to do the internal work first, it's really important. What I also realized is that often our external world is truly a reflection of what's happening internally. And you get to decide at every moment if you want to embody this worthiness or not. You get to actually decide how you interpret and react to everything in your environment. And so without any resistance or pressure from the outside world, for some reason, they're in the desert. I felt worthy and I finally let go. It was a really weird moment for me when I began to recognize this internal power, this internal control, this internal ability to really recognize that if I wanted to embody my worthiness, if I wanted to step into this worth, I was allowed to. And I was allowed to create an external environment that really cultivated this deeper worth that already existed within me. And so I want to encourage you that it can come naturally. And once you start to activate it and feel it, it then becomes, are you willing to actually acknowledge it and celebrate it? And so you don't have to do anything differently today or change any part of you from this moment forward to feel worthy. And you definitely don't have to go to Burning Man. In fact, nothing needs to change in order for you to feel this total worthiness and self-acceptance and the ability to liberate yourself from the restrictions and the negative ideas about what you should look like or how you should exist in your body. And so I personally believe that worthiness is really about 
awareness. It's a matter of awareness and cultivating the self-awareness to let go of any stories preventing you from living from this place. And it's really about seeing yourself as you did when you were a child, celebrating your perfections, your deemed imperfections, and discovering your own way of existing that calls you forward into aliveness. And so I personally believe that worthiness in your body is found by releasing the past. It's by letting go of the future. It's detaching from comparison and really being fully with yourself in the here and now. And so worthiness can exist anywhere. And I want to keep reminding you of that. And so it's about being willing to accept yourself as you are at this very moment. And so I want to dive deeper on acceptance for a minute because acceptance is a loaded word and I know it goes a lot with the worthiness conversation. And so there's often confusion in that accepting yourself doesn't mean that you stop where you are and give up on growing or evolving or becoming the best version of yourself. In fact, it's really about challenging and stretching yourself. And that's an important expression of self-love and self-worth. So true self-acceptance means that you can recognize your inherent worth as a human being with no expectations, no strings attached. And it means that you embrace and can embrace your body as it is without projecting anyone else's issues, anxieties, jealousies, opinions, insecurities, judgments, or ideas onto you. It means that you are worthy Whether you eat pizza or a salad, whether you work out today or you don't, whether you forget your self-care practices this week or you double down on them. And so I might be making this sound super simple and it is simple in theory, but I get that it's not easy to do always in practice. I get that a lot might be coming up for you while I'm sharing about acceptance and worthiness, especially when you're in the middle of life surrounded by all the noise and the external stories and the projections and the social media. And I get that those things do impact our internal stories and how we feel. And so for many of us, the reason that we don't feel worthy is simply because of the conditioned beliefs that someone at some point in our lives told us. And so I'm just going to ask and just notice whatever shows up for you. Did someone tell you that you would be worthy of something? So fill in the blank, if blank. So like, did someone tell you that you would be worthy of Maybe the man of your dreams if you lost weight or the career that you deeply desire if you look differently. And so the answer is probably yes. At some point in our lives, many of these beliefs and narratives that we carry around today were told to us and projected upon us since childhood or early adolescence. And today we see a very similar approach, as I mentioned before, in marketing tactics which further cements these ideas into our minds. And the reason I keep bringing this up is because I'm so passionate and so committed to reminding you, again, what's happening in your mind is very much a projection of everything that you've seen and what other people have told you, but those stories don't have to be true for you anymore. And so it's important, right, to keep our eyes open, to stay engaged, to be aware of the messages that are being fed to us And above all, know that when we accept the claims of the marketers and the people who are projecting these stories onto us of how we should be, we are granting someone else power over us. And more importantly, we're allowing them to dictate how worthy we feel in our bodies of the life that we deeply desire. And so I believe it is absolutely crucial that we learn slowly to take ownership 
over the beliefs and the preconceived ideas that we hold on to, both about our bodies and about the bodies of others. And so it's important for us to be honest and truthful. It's important for us to encourage those in our world to uncover what beliefs and ideas they're consuming or maybe projecting and have these discussions about how it may be impacting all of our feelings of self-worth and self-acceptance. Because when we let people bankrupt our feelings of worth, our entire life is impacted, even if those beliefs are subtle. And so it's important again to start having these conversations with your friends, your family members, your colleagues, people in your community. It's important for us to be able to step in to new dialogue, new conversations around this topic. And so I'll give you a quick example to maybe help solidify some of these concepts further. So if you don't feel worthy of a healthy body, you might self-sabotage your health. If you don't feel worthy of a perfect partner, maybe you'll sabotage the relationship or say that you don't feel that you can be in relationship with someone unless you look a certain way or are a certain size. And the same goes for your career or abundance or success. So often the weight story prevents us from stepping in to our happiest life. And so I just want to remind you that under that weight story is the worthiness story because you can have everything you want in the body that you're already in if you start believing that to be true. So when we feel worthy, it doesn't matter the size, we can then step in and become motivated and intrigued and excited and inspired and creative about our life from the inside out, we can step in to a more aligned life that we desire. And so there's one more thing I want to point out, which adds to this acceptance conversation. And this is the idea of perfection, because we hear this idea talked about a lot right now, where we talk about your imperfections, your perfection, you're already perfect, embrace your imperfections. These kind of conversations are coming up more and more. And so there's a story that a lot of us hold that We think that we have to sacrifice perfection in order to accept ourselves. So I'll say that again. We think we have to sacrifice perfection if we accept ourselves as we are. But actually, if we accept ourselves, we can then step into the belief that we are perfect exactly as we are in this moment. And so this seems like a contradiction, I know, to the beliefs that we've been told forever, which is perfection lives outside of me. Perfection is that picture on Instagram that I'm striving to be. But we're not sacrificing perfection if we accept ourselves. There's nowhere we have to go, no more places we have to be. We don't have to be better in any way. We actually get to accept ourselves as we are, and then we get to embody this belief that we're already perfect. And so I'm gonna share this one more time just to make sure it's really clear because this can get a bit confusing. So most of our lives, most of us have strived for perfection everywhere outside of us. Yet through the acceptance and surrender, one could argue that there is perfection in all humans exactly as they are. And you're perfect exactly as you are. And so this concept, I hope, might feel liberating to you because on the basic level, this idea is that we are all inherently perfect as we are and there's nothing to live up to. And so perfection is not some external thing outside of you to be achieved. You're already perfect exactly as you are no matter what. 
And so you were perfect yesterday, you're perfect right now, and you'll be perfect again tomorrow. And this is just a fact of who you are. Whether you lose weight, you don't lose weight, you run a five-minute mile, or you climb Mount Everest, or you sleep all day. It doesn't change the fact that you are worthy and perfect. Which again, so as I shift into, I accept myself, then we can shift into the story, I love myself as I am. And then if I truly loved myself, then what would be the powerful, actionable steps to take to grow and evolve from this place of self-love, not from a place of trying to meet a benchmark that someone else has set? And so lastly, I want to remind you that this idea of universal perfection is completely man-made and a total lie. There are 8 billion people on planet Earth, and there's simply no way that we can all attain the same standard of perfection. And it would be so crazy to ever expect that. And so I urge you to ask yourself why you may be putting pressure on yourself to live up to a certain standard, especially one that may not be in aligned with your highest truth. And so I want to also point out that falling in love with yourself, cultivating worthiness, recognizing that you're perfect isn't the same as complacency. And so you can absolutely step into worth and self-love and self-confidence and still strive for the goals and the dreams that you desire. And so as you're evolving and growing, if tomorrow or next month or next year, a whole new you who has done a ton of inner work finds that your body and your mind has shifted or changed, you're still worthy, you're still perfect. You're still filled with self-love. And so the essence of who you are is already and always will be perfect, which means, and I want to drive this home, is that you're already worthy of the life that you desire and the health and the wellness and the well-being and truly cultivating an experience on earth filled with joy and excitement and inspiration. I know that you might be thinking, Sarah, this sounds amazing, but I'm still struggling with this concept. I want you to know that it takes some time to chip away at this conversation. It takes some time to chip away at the beliefs and really start to feel into it and own it. And so in this case, if you're still not quite convinced yet, or you're still needing to think about how to really embrace this on a day-to-day basis. Let's do some work together to break down the ways that you can rethink how you might be blocking yourself from this worthiness, from the ability to feel into this truth, and then from the ability to step in from a place of worthiness into your greatest self. And that does sometimes mean doing the inner work. Sometimes it means looking at yourself and recognizing that there's been a complacency energy or recognizing that you want to step in to a more healthy, happier version of you. So let's take a basic foundational belief that I hear often, which is when I weigh a certain weight, I will be worthy. And you might disagree and say, no, Sarah, your size is not your worth. And hopefully you believe that deeply. But for so many people, I work with this belief is actually driving their behavior, even if they're not aware of it. And so today, unlike many, many years, you won't find a scale anywhere in my house. And I feel so fortunate and grateful that I've seen the light of not having a scale and discovered that this path to body love and self-acceptance is really about going within. And I want all of these feelings for you too. And so if you have a scale in your home, I really recommend 
after this podcast is over to go put it out of sight, slide it under your bed, just detach from the experience of needing to get on the scale, at least for a short time. Because more than often, I have found that the scale is actually hurting us. I know this addiction to seeing the numbers. I know it well. And so even if you don't like the numbers, sometimes there can be the satisfaction in keeping score. I remember this for myself. I remember the attachment to holding back from this beautiful, loving, easy connection to my body that I deserved because I was so attached to seeing a certain number every morning. And so do you start your morning by stepping on the scale? Do you have an idea of how that is programming your mindset for the day? And so even if you don't step on the scale, how do you start your day? Do you start it by looking at social media? Do you start it by connecting on text? Do you start it by reading your emails? How do you start your day? And so this small window of time in the morning, right between when you first wake up and when you jump into the swing of your daily routine, this tiny window is one important opportunity to write the script that you want your mind to follow throughout the day. And so even if your attitude towards the scale and the number that shows up is positive, what I want to ask is, do you really want that to be the foundation that you build your day on? Do you really want to program your thought patterns from a place of, I'm happy today because of my weight? Do you think that your happiness deserves? Do you think your worthiness, your self-love, your self-esteem deserves to stem from a deeper, more meaningful, more sustainable place. And that place is that it already exists within you. And I bring this up again because I want to remind you again that your worthiness is not contingent on a number on the scale. And I can't say this enough, but it's everything I've built my coaching practice on. Your worthiness is completely independent of material things or the opinions of others or even the condition of your body. Again, you are already worthy. You are already whole. And so if you're not feeling this right now, just know that no one took this feeling away from you. Instead, you've strayed from this truth based on other people's projection. But the worthiness still exists within you. And that means you can cultivate it and find it again. Maybe you decided at some point that your body wasn't enough or that you didn't deserve to be healthy. Maybe outside circumstances like illness or injury have contributed to disappointment, maybe disappointment with your body, which is absolutely understandable. And yet that's all the more reason why it's so important to step into this empowered experience and take this empowered stance in your relationship with your body and define and recognize how you can still cultivate worthiness according to your unique experiences and your story. You are still entitled to worthiness. Worthiness is your birthright. Even if you're not feeling well or you're ill or you feel broken at this time, again, you are still worthy. And so if you don't believe this today or you're still questioning this, I invite you to carve out some time to really give yourself space to do this inner work, to turn your attention to uncovering whatever is blocking you, whether that's old narratives that still govern you or you need to find this deep connection with your true self-worth. And that might come through mindfulness practices or meditation. And I know that this is asking a lot. This inner work is complicated. It's emotional. It's messy. But again, it's so, so worth it to get to the other side and that feeling of wholeness. And really the only way to get there, 
the only way to step into it is to cultivate it from within. It's to meditate, to become mindful, to reflect, to dig through the difficult feelings, to write them down, to process them, to maybe ask for help, to get a therapist, to get a coach, someone who can help you move through these feelings. And so for a long time, I thought my sense of unworthiness traced back to unreasonable demands in the modeling industry. And I want to share with you how it actually goes much further to encourage you and empower you to maybe get the help that you need to move through this or to possibly do some of this inner work. So I thought that my unworthiness was traced to my modeling, but then I dug deeper and I realized that it was actually rooted in the fact that I was bullied in high school. And then I dug even deeper and I realized that it was rooted in my relationship to the kids on the playground. But then I dug deeper and I did more journaling and I cried and I sat with myself and I did more meditation and mindfulness. And then I recognized that my self-worth and self-esteem actually went much, much deeper and extended beyond that. And it dated even earlier when I discovered incidences that were nearly impossible to remember on a conscious level at certain times, even during therapy. And so when I really dug deep, I discovered that I had developed stories around my mom's postpartum depression when I was an infant and without even knowing it, without even having the words for it, I blame myself for being born. And of course, we all know that I'm not responsible and she never held me responsible. But the truth is that she was a victim of the medical system that simply couldn't support her or her healing and I took on that story. And so I recognized that it was how I was relating to the story. I had created a story about my self-worth based on this experience. And as far as my subconscious was concerned, that became my truth. And that's just one of many stories that I was carrying without realizing it that was impacting my worth. That was impacting how I related to my external world and what I was willing to do to cultivate a deeper sense of self, to cultivate a healthier way of being and to cultivate better relationships and a more impactful career. And so one of the stories that I just want to share was that I remember as a child having to wear special shoes and a back brace because I was born with inverted feet and horrible scoliosis. And I remember digging this up during a therapy session and recognizing that this was also one of the stories that I had taken on, that I wasn't worthy of being healthy and happy. I took that experience and created a story in my mind that I was different from other children and not only different, but broken somehow, which translated to these deep feelings of unworthiness in my adult life. And so I'm sharing all of these examples. I know it's a lot from a vulnerable place because it's important to recognize that we all have feelings of unworthiness and we weave them into life script and playing them out over and over. And for me, it was for over 20 years that I continued to play these scripts out until I finally started to do the deeper work that needed to be done in order to shift my negative perceptions of myself. And in each case, what I later understood was that it wasn't so much about what happened. It was about the meaning that I assigned to these stories. And so if any of this is resonating with you, can you think of any experiences from your past where you felt unworthy? Start small with one and follow the threads backwards. Was there a particular incident that impacted your self-worth? And then look at the overall story. Look at what it was. And can you unravel the story and start to rethink about this new narrative that you want to create 
where you deeply, deeply embody self-worth. And so I know this process is rough and it can be emotionally messy. And so it's important to be gentle with yourself and get support. It's important to journal along the way. It's important to go within. It's important to, again, come back to your truth. It's important to be in the process of letting go and releasing and forgiving. And so if you're having trouble tracing your experience, just start to reflect in your journal and you'll find that memories start to surface. Also know that there is absolutely no rush with this work. It is definitely something that is ongoing and you can do over your lifetime. And so it's important not to overwhelm yourself. And again, it is so important to get the support that you need in order to do this work. When you allow yourself to work with someone, that's where the real transformation can happen because it happens in the discomfort. And that's where you can find that maybe you can start to step in to the truth of who you really are by allowing someone to witness your truth as it is and help you finally let it go. And so what I've learned from my journey is that it's time that we now focus our attention on dismantling our unworthiness, not on changing our bodies so that we can finally feel whole. And I trust that if you've ever hit your goal weight, then you probably already know this, that you can change your body. You can change your body all day long. You can go on diets, you can lose weight, but it doesn't shift the subconscious feelings, the subconscious stories, the subconscious projections, the way that we have internalized unworthiness. Changing our bodies doesn't change how we feel until we get to the root cause. And so how do we permanently shift our feelings of unworthiness? And so I believe it's by unraveling these stories that have formed our beliefs. And so first I ask, how would you choose to be seen if you could write the script? What would you say about yourself? given a blank slate, that you could be whatever you wanted to be, that you could believe whatever you wanted to believe about yourself? Would you believe that you're whole, that others love you, that you love yourself, that you're beautiful, that you're powerful, that you're empowered, that you're the architect of your future? Because these are the feelings I deeply believe that we're all striving for, that are underneath those other layers of projections and stories that have been placed on us. And so do you notice that when I say these statements, I'm whole, I love others, others love me, I'm beautiful, I'm powerful, I'm the architect of my life and my future. Do you notice that none of these statements, none of these affirmations focus on our physical appearance? I'm beautiful could be related to the physical, but it's also much deeper and it's an internal feeling. So I want to remind you that if we get really honest with ourselves, if we look within the perfect weight, what people deem perfect or a certain dress size is not actually our deepest desires. Our deepest desires are often to feel self-worth, self-love, self-confidence, self-esteem. And so I want to empower you right now. I want to empower you to rethink that every single time you're tempted to step on a scowl or hide your stomach under your clothes, or not go out at night because your skin is breaking out. Close your eyes and remind yourself that I'm asking and empowering you and promoting and rallying behind you to step into your worthiness because I will gladly be your voice, that voice of reason, until you can do it for yourself. But I want to keep empowering you and reminding you 
that it is the feeling that we want when we step on the scale or when we hide our you know, stomach or when we don't go out at night, when we're worried because our skin's breaking out. There's a feeling we desire and it's actually not related to those things. And so again, I will be your voice of reason to empower you to step into that worthiness, to step into the belief that you can have these beautiful experiences and it's not actually related to the physical. It's not related to being a certain weight or a certain dress size. And so I'd love to share a quick story of a client who came to me struggling to step into her worthiness. She was frustrated with her weight. And after some intense self-reflection, she saw that she'd been carrying around this perfectionism story her whole life. And that as a new mom, she had thrown herself in to extreme self-neglect. All while telling herself that a good mother sacrifices all of her own needs for those of her child. And so this might sound familiar or a version of it. And so my client was directing all of her energy towards raising her child, which is beautiful in theory, but her own body was paying the price with loss of sleep, insufficient meals, and receiving absolutely zero mental or physical self-care. And so as we dismantled her belief in perfect motherhood and released her from this judgment and these expectations, she slowly came to a new understanding of her right to be healthy, of her desire to be healthy, of her worthiness, and what that translated into energy and vitality. And she started taking care of herself. She started really implementing actionable steps that reflected her self-esteem and her self-worth and her self-confidence and her self-love. And once she started to feel in alignment with this feeling of self-worth, her weight naturally came off. And so I'm so proud of my client for doing this hard work. It's hard work. It's hard to shift these beliefs. And although sometimes it can be easy and we can have these aha moments, it still takes that inner awareness and the ability to take actionable steps to step into a new way of being and a new way of changing our lives that really reflects the self-worth and the self-confidence and self-esteem that exists within us. And so I want to offer a really simple practice to close out this podcast that will help you cultivate self-worth, self-esteem, self-confidence. And so the moment you open your eyes each morning, lay still, take three huge deep breaths And place your hand on your heart, connecting to it while stating, I love my body. I choose to nourish my body. I am committed to my health. Today, I am worthy. You can repeat the sentence out loud until you feel the sense of unworthiness begin to shift. And then you can repeat it a few more times to really ingrain and embody this belief Make this a daily practice and watch how your body and your mind starts to align to support these truths because it's so, so powerful. So again, I love my body. I choose to nourish my body. I'm committed to my health. Today, I am worthy. You can also plan ahead and make time for unworthiness activities on your calendar. Anything that helps you enjoy your body and celebrate yourself Things like taking a day trip to explore a new hike, buying yourself some flowers for your kitchen, soaking in a hot bath after a long day. These activities help you practice feeling worthy of your own love and attention. And so be kind to yourself and be intentional with these acts of affection. And you'll be amazed at how 
the feeling multiplies and the worthiness brings about more worthiness. And never forget that your mind responds to the way that you treat yourself. When you focus on your worthiness, it increases the likelihood that you will move forward and make decisions from that aligned place. You will start to naturally choose to surround yourself with people who support your worthiness. And you'll choose activities that help you cultivate this feeling. You'll find you're naturally choosing maybe a yoga class over going out for drinks because it feels more in alignment with your priorities of health and wellness. Or maybe you'll choose to go out for a drink with your friends over going to a yoga class because that night feels like that is what you're deeply desiring. And lastly, remember that your mind responds to the way that you treat yourself, meaning that you further deeply ingrain your beliefs based on how you choose to treat yourself daily. So when you focus on your worthiness and you cultivate these feelings, it increases the likelihood that you'll move forward and make decisions that align with that perception of yourself and vice versa. So when you do things and you step in to practices and daily ritual, maybe ceremony, yoga classes, maybe self-care, then you're reinforcing a new belief of worthiness versus your old belief. And so therefore, you'll start to naturally choose to surround yourself also with people who support this feeling, or you'll choose activities that help you cultivate this feeling further, or you'll step into relationships or careers that help you cultivate this feeling further. So you'll find that you're naturally choosing opportunities that are in alignment with your worthiness. And so it's important to, again, remember less judgment, less comparison, more love, more affirmation, more of the belief that you are truly worthy of self-love, self-worth, self-confidence, self-esteem, and that through those feelings, through those emotions, you get to step into the life that you desire. I trust that at the end of this podcast, you're feeling inspired and empowered to step into your worthiness. I trust that you are recognizing that worthiness isn't ego-driven. It's not jealousy-driven or comparison-driven. It is sincere. And when you feel it, when you embody it, you truly can step in to your greatest desires and manifest this life that you deeply, deeply love. And so I know that the more you work on these mindset shifts, the more that you take the time to dismantle these old messages that have influenced your sense of self, you truly are going to regain more and more confidence in yourself and you're going to be able to step more into the life again that you deeply, deeply love. And so remember that this is a process and sometimes you may waver back and forth. I waver back and forth still to this day, but it's important to still always come back to your truth that you are worthy in every moment just as you are. I trust that you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. It was a conversation that I deeply believe that we need to be having. And it's always a pleasure and an honor to share this time and this space with you. And so before you go, I want to leave you with an opportunity to join our community that can support you on this journey. If this podcast resonated with you, I invite you to join the Awesome Inside Out Facebook group. It's a private, safe space filled beautiful hearts coming together to encourage and uplift one another. And for anyone who is already part of that group, thank you so much for being there, for helping us build such a beautiful community together. If you enjoyed 
this podcast, I encourage you to go listen to my solo podcast, a meditation for the new year, drop dieting and cultivate self-love as we approach a similar topic from a different angle of cultivating self-love from within. Further, drop me a message on Instagram if you've been listening to these podcasts and let me know what's been resonating. What do you want to hear more about? How can I support you? I want to celebrate you. So please send me your wins and how you're using and integrating this content to improve your lives. Again, thank you for being here. It's an honor, truly an honor that I get to show up and share these powerful lessons that I've learned in my life in hopes that they can support you as well. Again, you can find me on the gram at Sarah Ann Stewart. And until next week, I'm sending you a massive virtual hug. I'm sending you so much love and trusting that you will have a beautiful, incredible week ahead. All right, that concludes this cast. It is my honor to always be here with you. But hang tight because I have one last thought. You're here right now because you are ready. Because while many of us share the feelings of wanting more, not everyone is willing to do what it takes to get it. But you are here. You are ready. So this is your opportunity now to take what you just learned and implement it today. Make a pact with yourself to put just one thing into action. Just one. Write it down, do it, and share it with me. We are all in this together. Thank you for being here. You too can feel awesome from the inside out.